Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Grindworks BMX podcast. This is episode 29. Uh, you may have gotten here from episode 29.1, which was really a truncated version of this. So you'll roughly want to skip in about eight minutes, um, plus the length of the intro. So I'm not really sure where that's going to be at yet, but probably close to nine to ten minutes, somewhere in there. Anyway, uh, this is an interview with Mike and Mark Potosny. It was done at the Wheel Mill to promote their upcoming jam, Winter Welcome. Uh, this is going to take place January 18th at the Wheel Mill in Pittsburgh, PA, and is definitely going to be a good time. So if you can make it out, uh, I highly recommend you do it. Uh, otherwise, I'm going to keep this short and let you get started listening to this episode and hopefully see you here two weeks three weeks somewhere in there anyway um i've recorded enough intros for this one uh especially 29.1 i struggled through it never had to re-record intros i usually just wing it but i'm fumbling bad tonight so anyway have a good one enjoy the episode Go for it. All right, well, it started with your go for it. <laughs> I caught it just in time. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, it's Andy with Grindwork sitting here with Mike and Mark Potosny. What up? Or yeah. I guess I guess running joke is Mark and Mike Potosny, right? <laughs> Mark. Yeah, any name. <laughs> yeah. Everyone butchers it. Who's who? Well, who, yeah. well it's more who's who. <laughs> yeah. But um. No, just jump right into the details here. Uh, here to talk about the Winter Welcome Jam at the Wheel Mill on January 18th. Yep. Yeah, you got the date right. Uh, so January 18th, we'll be kicking it at the Wheel Mill for the Winter Welcome Jam. And uh, it's, we're going to have activities like events, stuff like that from 1 to 9. Uh, normal riding rates apply, $5 for spectators. Uh, Got a ton of events we can get on the schedule in a minute, but there'll also be an after party at Allegheny City Brewing. That's from 9 to 12, uh, 12 o'clock, 21 plus. Uh, if you know Bobby and Joe Lee, they're Pennsylvania Dirt, they're playing, and also Ryan Wirt, so that'll be fun. But we got a ton of stuff to do riding-wise of the schedule, so how do you want me to go about it? Uh, I can just... Uh, I would say just hammer it all off, and we'll cycle back to the details all right, here. All right, sick, so... Starting off the day is the GT Bikes Streetish Jam with Grindworks, of course. Uh, we're going to do like 15-minute jam, best trick. And what's sick about all the jams this year, everyone's going to win at least 150 bucks for every jam, which is freaking sweet. That's We'll come back to it. That's different than like previous years. You had like it's one more, big purse it's or more, something, it's right? More yeah, like it's, some years are just a mixed bag. Some One of that would be parts. One of that would be, yeah. you know, a set of forks. Some would be some cash. Yeah. You know, whatever people gave us. But this year it was like a little little more like strict on the guidelines for like what people were going to give and it helped out. So And people shred so much harder for cash than a pair of purple forks. Yeah. I got a bag of XL t-shirts and 44 tooth sprockets yeah. on the line. So And non-ODI grips. And then like... It <laughs> doesn't matter what brand. If they're not ODI, <laughs> kids don't want them. So, yeah. So people shred hard. We, we're like, dude, throwing money. And, and actually, everyone was pretty easy to work with this year. So like, we'll talk about all the sponsors. But all the sponsors were super rad to work with. So GT Bikes, Ryan Works Street Jam. That's going to be first, 130. 
Let's Roast. We're doing this thing called Time and Trick. It's Speed and Style, but Speed and Style just sounds too lame. So we wanted to make something lamer, so it's Time and Trick. All right, and, I like uh, it. So at 2.30, it's just going to be a pump track time trial. But we're going to take the top eight, and then they have to go to the jump room during the jump room jam and do a line. And then we're going to average the scores, and those people will win 150 bucks, which okay. is sick. So that's Let's Roast Bike Shop out of Chicago. Uh, 3.30. We've been doing this one for a couple of years now with Powers Bike Shop, but this year it's Mid-School Bunny Hop Contest. And winner will get 150 bucks. but you, got, you have to ride a bike 30 pounds or heavier, and then it's got to be a mid-school bike. And we'll have two. Like, we have a... You, Mark, you know all about the bikes. Tell them about the bikes. Just laughing because Andrew's like, yeah, that, my bike's over 30 pounds. <laughs> I've been warming <laughs> up for this for years. Yeah, yeah. I'm ready. Uh, I have my, my uh, T1 barcode in my workshop right now <laughs> that's the bike we have so we have two bikes we have an old kink jim Zelensky, c yeah was it jim cb like the second model and, the, and, and a t1 barcode build up and the barcode i put like it's kind of a little like spec wrong it's like spec with older parts than because actually mike wrote it thought it was correct i sanded it repainted it and it was fine and then i wrote it but we we put like 44 sprocket on extra like Put on like really long pegs. Extra I, I got a forty-four parts. full guard if you want it for it. I mean, I think it was thirty-nine pounds. And we were trying to make it over forty, so you can bring Brutal. your own bike that's slightly lighter. That like be like an advantage. But it's got to be thirty pounds. And gotta it's got to be thirty. But if you're gonna ride ours, it's gonna be closer. And to the 40. bars have to be eight or lower. Eight or lower, under twenty-eight. Yeah. Proper. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, it's gotta. Man, I'm so close to that. (laughs) My bars (laughs) are 26. You just got to change your frame out. (laughs) Your bike just fits all the specs other than the year of the frame. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, we'll do the powers. The weight, I actually, I've never once weighed it because I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess it would be interesting to know. Uh, Let's crank through this, I guess, some more. Uh, We're going to do the powers bunny hop. Then we're going to bring back the rail of doom, which is sick. So... Uh, Trey Jones is going to be up here again with Sabrosa. Uh, $150 is the winner, just like usual. And we're, we're going to do it in a different location, but we're going to try to make it a little little wilder, a little longer, maybe a big hook or something. I don't know. But that's what's fun about that is just like the week of the jam, we just like do something silly and figure it out. And uh, Trey Jones is actually going to come up three days in advance and help us build other stuff too, which is cool. So like that stuff, we're going to do some change-ups in the park room, but Trey's going to come help build, which is nice. Yeah, super nice. sick. I will not be up that week because I, I will be in Austin. But if yeah. you're doing anything next week, yeah, uh, I'm around. But sick, <laughs> sweet. Uh, just, just dodging the work, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, after the rail of doom, we're gonna do uh, a kids jam in the woods room. So like any kid under 15, uh, Kink's gonna give a kid a frame, which is dope, and uh, Chris Doyle's gonna judge it. And then right after that, we're going to go into like our woods jump room jam, and there's going to be deluxe best table, Odyssey trickster profile best whip, and then that finish with that let's ro- roast. Uh, you're going to do that part with the dudes doing the lines, and then and everyone gets 150 bucks to win that. And then after that, we're going to do lap challenge, and uh, Circuit BMX is sponsoring that. And what we're going to do is you get at least 150 bucks, but uh, we'll do your lap total times three if you do like less than whatever is 150 bucks but you get at least 150 bucks so which is sweet but if you go over that we're gonna give you more yeah it's like if you if you haven't been there for that like that event it's like 
part and part endurance and like part foot down. You're trying to squeeze everyone out as you're going around the jump room. Yeah, like maybe yeah. take them out on the turn or like running get, it slower or faster than you normally would. Trying to box your well, buddy out. Crazy, like you. There's full on strategy. Like I go up in the turn and I just stop and just like mess like to, hey, to like mess people up. Yeah, tell people how to win. Yeah, <laughs> ah, you're right. But it's just it's so much fun. What's the running like longest? That was Joe, wasn't it? New Jersey Joe? I can remember a year. Somebody it, went it over. It never goes as long as people can actually ride. Like, it's usually more so like someone like no, but cutting some, someone off somebody, or boxing them out. Somebody fell early. Like, people fell early, and there was like two people. And we went to like 60-some laps, and everybody was like fatigued from watching. They are like, 60 laps? Like, I remember one year, like Zach Schaefer and Popple went to like into the 40s. Yeah. And I think Popple actually year, kicked him in the air a little bit, and, yeah. and they kept going. Last year seemed like it actually ended quick. Last year was a little quick, but people were like taking each other out, so it was entertaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last year yeah. It was like twenty some laps, but it's I, went to I, forty. I, and the younger riders went in the hundreds before. Like, well, I, I remember than, at one, maybe it was Next Gen Jam or it was Winter Welcome. I don't remember, but it was on the sh- the small jumps. Well, they went for it was like a hundred and fifty or something. We ridiculous. had to shut it down there. They rode for an hour straight. Yeah. But we, that was, yeah, that one's different though. The kids one, we like didn't let them kick each other or like, you know, this one, there's like. There's actually no kicking. That was, yeah. that was a one time well, thing. But. Well, no kicking and pushing <laughs> in the air. Like we let kicking and pushing in the berms. Yeah, yeah. Because like, then it's okay. Like you're, you're not going to crash that hard. Yeah. Yeah. And you might take a couple other people out as collateral and yeah. it's fine. That's yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. So that's the schedule. And then after that, we're going to go party at, uh. At Allegheny City, it's the John after party, because we like to party, you know. But uh, yeah, that's the schedule. What else you got? Uh, I mean, if anyone wants to hear any more, they're gonna have to just tune into the full episode. But I'm gonna post yeah. that part up as is. Sweet. Uh, but I'm not like stopping the recording or anything, so we'll just carry uh, on. So some ways, like we'll announce a ton of stuff, and like we might even have like some other things added in, which. Mark and I, like, Mark's been gone in New Zealand, so we haven't had time to talk about all the details. <laughs> but uh, we might add in, like, another jam in there or two or just change something up. But, like, everything will be on, like, you know, the Wheel Mills Instagram and Welcome Jam, which is not the Winter Welcome Jam Instagram, which is at Welcome Jam. But, yeah, like, anyone that wants to, like, keep track of what's going on, like, it'll all be on there and, like, the building processes and all that fun stuff. Yeah, I see you got a new wall ride. Yeah, that's phase one. Yeah, <laughs> then we'll do some parkroom stuff. If we get crazy, we'll do some other stuff. We'll see. And then we got to do the Rail of Doom, but it's going to be fun. Rail of Doom seems like, other than like a couple little fixtures and supports, it like does itself. We're going to build like a. Where we're going to build it, we might have to build a couple like. I mean, it's going to be like six hours of work, but it's so much fun just popping something up and it's like kind of legit in like six hours. We'll 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 ask you. We have some ideas. Like, there's a. I think you got to have a drop stage in it. Like for sure, yeah. Drop off, yeah. drop off. So you got to come down twice, like stairs. Because that's that was dude had two drops last, last year. year. Yeah, it dropped, dropped and then once dropped the flat bar, and then the... dropped again to the down bar. It wasn't enough to clip your tires on, was it? It was no. like under tire. I think it's got to be enough. You could actually end up in tire rod, like <laughs> screwed up. <laughs> yeah, I think it dropped maybe six inches. I thought yeah. of something crazy, but we'd have to have a bunch of rails. Imagine. If, like, you had to have either four pegs, but, like, if there's a rail, and then there's two rails on both sides, and you have to, like, hop, you know, to the left or the right, and then there's just a rail in the middle after those rails. So it's, like, rail, hop over, hop back over. That'd be, like, a good... It would be too hard. Like, but 
I just thought maybe it was not. Idea. Maybe not. What if you started it out as a, as an up rail? So it. So you got to come in at it with some speed, and then it'll change out to flat, and that can be your one change section. We were thinking, you know, uh, where the three-foot jump line is? It's probably going to be inside there in the home TV, like like, over one of those holes and some other stuff. Nice. Yeah, because it's got to be somewhere where we're not, well, where not a lot of BMXers are going to ride that day, (laughs) you know? So we can, like, shut it down Friday and build it. Yeah. What do you think the feasibility of making it around the corner from the upstairs to downstairs is in the flow? That would be insane. You would I mean, be uh, laid you, completely sideways. If anybody's a if anybody's a fabricator and they want to come help, make make that U section. <laughs> yeah, God, that'd be cool. We, uh, I mean, the main thing is that just like the jam's getting like some better help, but like, that'd be like a couple grand, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, if someone's good. We got to get to a pipe bender. Get get all that pipe you know yeah you can bend it with a tree yeah <laughs> doesn't have to be a perfect radius <laughs> no especially not for this thing but you that would be wild the, the, the out- one we did for the grindworks jam up in binghamton where we yeah. just we took a bunch of sections bent them in trees hit them with a sledgehammer and he welded it together after we were like Sick. yeah like that looks good and then just like well, all right how did sports work you could do the whole thing pretty easily yeah okay Sick. Doing tricks out of it, like uh, Zach hard 180 out of his pegs on it, and that didn't make any sense at all. Dang. But, you know, overall, it was actually. Well, if the pipe's long enough, it, there's so much leverage, it would be easy to bend. I just like stuff perfect. That's the problem. Yeah, you need someone with a pipe roller. Yeah. <laughs> it would be hard to. Uh, like, say if you're going down that tree line and, and you're. Right side pegs going like this. Oh, you so can't hard. do the inside. Yeah, the inside impossible. would almost be impossible. Yeah, I was thinking, like the turns. Yeah, uh, think, like, you could it, fabricate it, bends like it this. with like a, a forty-five so that you have to lean the outside, but you yeah. have to lean the outside anyway. Because yeah. we have that one eighty rail at HCS. Yeah, and there's like no. You'd have to go. If we had a turning one, we'd have to like make it so you could go either way. Yeah, you'd have to build all your supports, like, downward away. Yeah. It'd be kind of cool to do it, like, right in that center path, like, between the pump track and the small jump line. If it was, like, the whole thing, and then if there was a rail bent around that corner. Yeah. But it only, but you'd only, like, you'd only left. Go for, like, left side grinders. Yeah. No, you got to then bend it back to go to the right corner. <laughs> like, That'd be crazy. It's a weird, like, S-berm rail. It doesn't have to be fair. It could be... Just be leaning to one side. I didn't promise a fair rail. No. Nothing's fair. <laughs> That's what's like fun about the welcome jam. Like we just make up all the rules and do it however we want to do it and it doesn't matter because we're just here to have fun. It's not, like, yeah, it's not supposed to be competitive. Yeah. Just fun, goofy jams. Yeah. And somebody's taking it too seriously, they just lose. <laughs> you know? Just for fun. Yeah, like the one year we had maybe two years with longest skid. Yeah. So it's like just something like anyone could be a part of, you know. Our first year we did the Grindworks Jam, we came up with this idea that we were going to do the the biggest bitch won a prize, but it was like a bag with tampons and stuff, and it just like someone that came and cried about stuff all day. Yeah. But that jam ended up snowing and being like twenty five degrees so for a good got part the of it. Bitch award? No, well, every, we were like, dude, we can't give this out. Everyone that came out and rode like 
showed up. Yeah. They showed up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we just did nothing with it. And then we've kept it in the back of our minds and like not really done anything with it. Yeah. But it Sometimes, was a funny idea. Sometimes we get like, like G-Form will give us a bunch of pads. So the person that eats it the hardest, we just give them a bunch of pads. <laughs> so not tampons, but actual bike pads. Yeah. You, you, I mean, when we had it at the trails at our parents' house, we'd usually get some bars and forks and someone would definitely bend something during yeah. the jam and you'd just be like, well, Here's some bars yep, or, yep. you know, here's some forks or something. Well, so what is, I guess that's like a good transition to, um, what is the history of the Welcome Jam itself? Well, like, yeah, so I guess I kind of alluded to that, but it started at our parents' house because we had, we had trails out there and kind of the initial reason we had it because back then there were no legal trails. There was like nowhere else like that where you could really have a ton of people. A lot of the trails were kind of closed off to like outside communities because like just threat of them being plowed or something but because we could we like we had jam every year tried to have as many people there as possible and make them feel welcome and then the name is kind of an extension of welcome to pittsburgh from the video series back in the day so usually bobby would premiere one of his videos or something like that and you know kind of kind of mm-hmm. it was kind of representation of like what the whole crew was doing as well yeah then then we the tumbleweed like we started doing stuff here and there was like host a jam like try to raise some money for the park that's when it started you know it's like you know we can get some people here and have some fun and you know have a good time and then it's just tumbleweeded even more to a little bigger more fun crazier yeah it's always meant to be like a very inclusive jam well, not about like only a pro jam or like didn't want to feel like a demo we wanted people to come and actually ride yeah. like have a little something for everyone so everyone's riding together so we never wanted it to be like at the time this is like 2008 it seemed like everything was going in a way bigger direction there was like do tours and big events and they're like all the small events were kind of falling apart so that was kind of the motivation it's like the time trial like we'll have every age range and then we have a kids jam and then like for like best table and best whip it's awesome because anyone yeah, yeah. Come if, try a table. if you can do a table or a moto you whip like do it. there you are i mean no yeah. matter what you can still ride like you still yeah. be riding during like like any other jams like it's not like the, yeah and i was gonna commend you guys on always having like obviously when you do like a best trick run you're limiting it a little bit but at the same time you guys know like the local scene at least you can be like that kid that wasn't the best trick here but that was the best thing done all day long because he was riding at 12. Yeah. He, was, yeah. he was not riding at eight and a half doing something he thought he could win with. He pushed himself to 12 and just cranked it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's so, so much fun to watch. Like Those are fun, but just the, the ability to be inclusive is awesome in that regard. Yeah, it's always fun. And like I, I've noticed it at a lot of jams and then like ours included yeah. that you'll you'll have like a bunch of people riding having a good time and then you'll go uh let's do best trick on that thing and everyone stops riding and you got like <laughs> yeah. three dudes riding now and you're like <sighs> yeah well that just crushed everything well yeah it's like the when someone's trying you to want do, a mic when someone's trying to do the big trick like <laughs> We don't want it scared away. It's like it's easy, fun stuff that everyone can be involved with. And like, yeah, we have one best trick, but like that's a fraction of the day. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and like, yeah, like back <clears throat> in the day, like with the trails, we'd have a high air at the end of the day, but the whole day would be open riding and just kind of yeah. 
and just, just kind of keep it open to everyone have a couple things along the day but it's, it's, it's the same here i mean you can ride all day if you want to so it's not like sometimes if you drive to a contest like went to a contest and there's like a run format and you feel like you're kind of sitting around all day that's what's sick like if you don't want to be in the contest part you can just hang out with everyone else just riding the other parts of the park because the park's so big you know mm-hmm. yeah you guys there was like a couple of years where you were doing both right yeah and i haven't seen a a regular welcome jam in a couple of years but I know you were hurt last year, Mark. Yeah, yeah. And then I just, broke my elbow this year. Yeah. Yeah, but he got married too. I so. got married this year, so yeah. I just like that. All my extra planning for the summer was thrown into that. Is that still something you guys want to do? I guess. Is oh yeah. The, the question. Okay. We'll do another one for sure. Yeah. I just don't dig there on a regular basis. I have another set of jumps. So yeah. Like now, it's like maybe a month and a half of work to basically have one big blowout day. So. And then the time comes and everything comes together and like that's the main focus people like, show up be... early it all comes together and yeah. you have a good time yeah yeah there'll be another one it's like it's like right now like i help run here and then he he runs another set of trails so just like and then we have other things in life we're like man like how are we gonna get a set of jumps running on top <laughs> of already doing all of this you know yeah I have to butter a second set of trails to have a jam yeah at One this, day. It'll, it'll, it'll be back. And then actually some riding. Point. You know, I was going to say, and at ride. this point, it's probably been three years since they were properly running or something. Yeah. So, like, I got the mainline running this year. We, we rode on my wedding day. So, that was like, I rode maybe two hours before. So, I was like, nice. I actually bought a quad to put the car, car tires on to roll them in. And I was like, I'm not, because we had, so I should explain, I had the wedding at my parents' house. I'm like, going to ride some jumps that day. Like, it's going to be a part of it. So with half the groomsmen, we were all riding the jumps about two hours before it happened. That's then it awesome. rained too hard. We want, we wanted to jump in to like the reception party because you could have like rode right in, but <laughs> it rained too hard. But still sweet. At least you got the session in before though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's sweet. But um, yeah. So it's just been here then. Winter welcome. This is yeah. seven. This seventh is the seventh year, year yeah. which seventh is insane. Year. Yeah, we probably only had about seven at our parents' house, but still, like, but then we used to have jams here, too, before the summer welcome. We used to have this thing called the wooden welcome, like, we had two or three of those, so, like, we've had, like, almost 20, like, welcome jam things, which is pretty wild. Well, back in the day, we used to have a jam here Friday before the summer jam, which was always so much. It was always, like... Yeah. We'd have a Friday jam at the park and then the Saturday jam at the trails. Yep. So those two years that we did that style, that's pretty nonstop. Yeah. I remember being so exhausted over those after those weekends because yeah. jam we'd, be, we'd be here too. till eleven or twelve at night cleaning up and then and then running back out to my parents and yeah and getting that going. I'd probably fill it after your jams like we I call it a jam over. Like I'm tired for like a week. After you've run yeah. the energy so high, yeah, so amped up for like a whole day or two, and then Monday comes and you're just exhausted. And even uh, was it two years ago when the Uncovered Jam was here? Because yeah. it was the day after your winter welcome. Yeah, we're and all just like zombies. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, this is cool and all, and it's gonna be fun either way. But man, that's like too much jam at one time. The only thing that was nice is I rode more that day because I wasn't running the whole day. I was just helping. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
So I got to ride more. So that was cool. Yeah. Hosting jams is rough. If, if anyone that's listening has never hosted a jam, just yeah. say thank you to whoever's hosting it. Yeah. It's so rewarding, but it can be work at times, too. It will. So... Mike and I were talking briefly the other day about just sponsors and putting the flyer together. It's a nightmare. <laughs> it's a luckily, nightmare luckily Mike does that. Yeah. <laughs> Usually in the old ones, I would do most, like a lot of the work on the jumps while Mike would do the flyers and like take care of everything. Dude. I don't know. <laughs> flyers are like the worst thing. Like Mark, I'm going to be like, so actually I anticipate it because everyone out there, like when you do a jam, like, so you're talking to sponsors and you know you're not their first priority they, they run a company they gotta sell stuff mm-hmm. you know and like they want to help you but they're not they can't always like be on it with you so you're always like i need the logo i need this are you in whatever let me know like i just want to know if you're in but they're busy and mark the other day was like i made it because i anticipated people coming in later which always happens and mark was like oh i don't know i don't like how that looks i'm like trust me someone else is going to come in and like some people are <laughs> so, drop two more logos and yeah mm-hmm. it's like i'm anticipating more people coming in like i know this is going to happen which is cool i mean people get stoked and they want to hop on and that's fun but you're just like i know people are going to hit me up in like a week and be like i'm in yeah and you're like no you're not i don't even yeah. have time to properly do this at yeah. this point i have a job and other things to do <laughs> like but i'm glad people want to help though because that's cool they want to yeah. they want to help our scene which is sweet. Yeah, and it, you would think it gets easier every year when you're like, hey, man, you've sponsored this like four years in a row now. Yeah. You want to do it? And it's always like, you know, I don't know. If yeah. we, I don't know if we've got the funding. And then like, you know, can you run it through a bike shop? Because, you know, it has to be like legit. And you're like, dude, this is the fifth year of this jam. You know it's legit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If that's what you need, then fine but like why should i burden a bike shop to place yeah. an order with you so you can throw a couple of extra things in there i'd rather just not have you sponsor it yeah I'd rather sponsors hear this out there <laughs> i'd rather the bike shop be on to throw in like five ten dollar gift cards to get someone in their shop a couple shop shirts or something yeah and that be what the shop does as a sponsor not like, hey, do you want to sponsor this jam? What do you need? I need you to place an order with Merit, Kink, and someone oh, else. Yeah. And it's like, well, now you're asking me to throw hundreds of dollars at this. Yeah. Uh, speaking of bike shops, though, this year was sweet. Like, I asked, like, Powers, Let's Roast, and Circuit, and they were just like, yep, in. Like, it was just, like, sick. Like, and they're helping in a pretty big way, which is awesome, and, like, it's cool to see bike shops, which, you know, you, you think that bike brands would have more, you know, power and some budgeting and stuff, but the bike shop or the bike shops are just like, hell yeah, we are in, which is awesome. Yeah, the shops mm-hmm. are awesome. I mean, all, I mean, all the shops involved do so much for their own communities and their towns too. So like, I mean, everyone involved, whether it's Circuit or Let's Roast or Powers, like they mm-hmm. do a lot in their scenes and I mean, yeah. really help like bring everyone together and then to them for them to help us do that here like means a lot yeah we're not even in their scene at all <laughs> yeah like it it's not surprising to see those names on there though like yeah they're yeah. they're just, just awesome regulars dudes. around the circuit of sponsorship for events and stuff 
Yeah, I mean, they want to see every scene do well. Like, I mean, they've helped their individual scenes so much, and you know, they want that want that that to spread. So, it's like awesome to have them on board. Mm-hmm. And you it means you get to hang out with them. Usually, that means a van load of them are gonna come. So, yep, yep. Which they are, which is awesome. I'm stoked. Yeah, like, I think a whole another scene of Rippers are just gonna come hang yeah, and party boys, and have fun. Some Chicago dudes, yeah. hopefully some guys from Richmond. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm stoked. That's what's fun. Like for us now, the welcome gym has become like a reunion because like everyone's a little busier. Like friends own bike shops. Friends have normal jobs now. Friends have babies. Everyone that's been around since it started's in their thirties. Yeah, mm-hmm. and still have stuff for kids, but a lot of like the people. But the they'll ca- you know they call off that weekend. They come in and like it's like. 10, 15 different crews from different states hanging out. Like, it's so much fun. Like, I look forward to, like, Friday night just, like, chilling in the park. There's, like, 50 people hanging out riding, and it's all people from all over, and you get to catch up. And then at the Welcome Jam, it's literally, like, it's like the scene from, uh, from, why can't I think of it? Uh, the Rock, Little Roxbury. <laughs> hey, <laughs> the Roxbury. It's like, hey, hey what's up? Hey. What's up? What's up? What's up? But it's awesome. It's all people you want to, like, you would literally want to hang and hang and talk with for an hour or two, and you're just like so excited. It's it's awesome. Like, and it's a bummer that it only happens once a year, but at least we get to do it. You know, it's yeah. kind of like that at Swamp Fest last year. Yeah. I remember like you'd see a buddy, you talk to him for like a couple minutes, and you think, okay, I'll catch back up with him. I'll see him later, and then you didn't see him again. Yeah. Oh damn! I wish I'd have talked to that friend more. Yeah, it's. It's almost overwhelming in a way, though, because you're like, I really act, I genuinely want to hold a conversation with this dude. Yeah. But yeah. there's 300 other people that I need to talk <laughs> yeah. to as well right now, plus coordinate the event and keep things moving. Yeah, yeah totally. It, it's hard. It's hard not to have ADHD that day. You're just like, just like looking around. People are ripping. I think that's why it's so exhausting, though. Yeah. It's a good exhausting, though. Sweet. That's why the outdoor ones were a ton of work because we'd be like coordinating, working on the jumps, water on the jumps. Like my mom be cooking food, like like doing all kind of stuff, coordinating where where people to camp. I remember those. Like yeah, it's nice here. You just kind of get a food truck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, way easier. There will be food. Oh, there will be a yeah. There'll be a mac and cheese truck like the one from last year. So good. Yeah, it's real good. And if you're gluten free, they have gluten free stuff because I'm gluten free. And then you always have showcase down the street. Yeah. Yeah, that, that barbecue spot is so good. It's the best. ridiculous. It's the best barbecue do, in the city. Do they sponsor the jam? Or should we like redact the sponsorship? They actually came they came <laughs> the, the and served at an redact under, the they came and served at an underwear bike ride after party we had here. And they were looking like what the hell is going on? Because there's four hundred people in their underwear here. It was awesome. Or in ribs. Or in some ribs. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Where do you wipe your sauce if you're not wearing clothes? Like pants at least. <laughs> you just look around, they're just thighs covered in sauce. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, that would be cool to see like more of the your super local businesses on your flyer though. Oh, yeah. But it's like hard to coordinate that stuff because wh- what's the return for oh, them? Yeah. Uh, you know, like within BMX, it's like... I, I'd like a return, but I don't need a return. Like, you're doing cool things for your scene. Here you go. Yeah. That kind of pretty much sums up a lot of your sponsorships, probably. These are all just, like, GoFundMes, you know? But, like... Help us do some cool stuff. Okay. 
There you go. Like, to push showcase, you're like, I mean, we send people down there to get barbecue all the time, and it's like, but you're going to do that anyway, aren't you? Yeah. Kind of going to, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> Pizza Parma. <laughs> they at least get us free God. pizza, so that's cool. But I, I can't eat it. But thousands and thousands of pizza have been ordered from there at the park over the last seven years. Seven years, man. I, you don't even need to tell them where you are. As soon as you call in and they hear the noise, they're like, "All right, order for the wheel mill." <laughs> uh, you need one college special. Okay, okay. <laughs> got it. Cool. <laughs> we'll have it there in about a half hour. <laughs> okay. So funny. And I, I like just sidebar, but I like everyone that runs up to the front and is like, I just ordered a pizza. Dude, it's so annoying. And you're like, so you're going to have to come up here in like 25, 30 minutes and pick it up. Dude, they just want to wait and they sit there and they're like, where are they? And you're like, it's been 10 minutes. <laughs> That's what happens when you work like the summer camp here. The kids will order pizza like, is it here yet? Is it here yet? Is it here? It's been 13 minutes. Yeah. Uh, uh, Go it's ride. Been, it's been 17 minutes. Come back. Go ride. You're like they're pretty good with their time, but when they tell you a half hour, that means it's going to take thirty to thirty-five minutes before they bring it here. Yeah, funny. Set a timer. Uh, is there anything else you think people need to know? Uh, if you're coming from out of town, the Wilmer's hotel rates, different hotels. You just go to the website; it's on there. Yeah, it's a good deal. Yeah, it's one's a, only a hundred bucks. It's right down the street. I mean, there's also an Airbnb and such, but. It's like pretty rad that there's like two hotels just a mile away that you can stay at. A lot of people do take it. The old BMX free BNB sleeping yeah. on the floor. <laughs> yeah, there's there's plenty of that happening. I know I've got some dudes staying at my place. If you need to stay at a house in Pittsburgh, you need to text your friends soon. I already have all the couches reserved at my house. Leave every one of my couches and yeah, everything's <laughs> reserved at the Potosi the Potosi houses. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, all yeah. booked up. Mine is, is quickly filling up, so also, if you want something, hit yeah. me up. <laughs> Hurry up quick. Uh, and I can't drop names necessarily, but any friends that you have here, yes, Mike is right. Hit them yeah. up now. Hit them up now. <laughs> I mean, there's always room to, to cuddle up on the floor, but, I mean, how, how many people do you want to sleep on the same floor? <laughs> I've always debated trying to buy a house, like, near here and making, like, an Airbnb, but, like, it prioritizes bike riders and like, or like, you know, say if like someone like the Grindworks crew is like, Oh, we're coming in. Be like, yeah, rent the house. Like, here's the code. You know, I think the first year we had the, the winter welcome jam, we kind of had a BMX house at the time and there had to be insane. At least a dozen people sleeping on our floor in the living room, but maybe even more. Yeah. I think I had like 15 at my apartment last year for Sick. the street jam yeah that's what's up. And, like people were sleeping on our balcony yeah 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 and then that we it's still street had jam. we had rider too so it was like moving toys and like <laughs> it was it Your was friends rough. sleeping on legos and, and they're back he he had i think he was like six months during that one yeah. last year we were like you guys are not staying with us that's a lot having a kid. That was that was always the beauty of the outdoor jam at our at our parents is everyone could camp. So there'd always be like a whole tent city in the back, like like in the behind the house out in the woods. Mm-hmm. There'd be you know thirty or forty tents set up. That was and one of the funnest parts. Yeah, camping, hanging out. It's like a little like temporary village. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean people could 
probably do that in the cold if they find somewhere to camp. I got room in my backyard if you want to do like a 20 degree camp out. I'd be homeless for the weekend. I do have a backyard too. Yeah. There's some people that sleep, have slept in the parking lot here and all kind of stuff. There's a place <laughs> up there by the train tracks where there's that weird ditch spot. Oh, yeah, you can sleep up there. Did you ever ride that thing up, yeah, under, yeah, up yeah. Uh, under the busway? Mm hmm. Interesting. <laughs> it, it always seems like someone starts a DIY spot and then gets sketched out by their own spot and then quits. Yeah, is there still a sub there? There was like, when I wrote it, there was like a little sub, but it was like, it wasn't going vertical. It was like over vert. It was like the, the bricks, the like cement block came off the bank. So the whole sub was sort of over vert. Some, hmm. I don't ever know what people are thinking sometimes when you're like trying to, like, what were you building? <laughs> that's fucking cool with a little bit of work like, it's kind of a pretty cool base but it's kind of right it's like right just out of sight in the center of everything yeah and sketchy that's sketchy <laughs> yeah one time I rode that spot there was a bunch of prison notes really? yeah <laughs> all over the ground from someone that was like living there that's funny but they were all like uh, they they were all uh, they were all addressed to um, like inmate number or blank 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 wow that's weird. Did you take pictures? No. I don't I don't think I had a smartphone back then. Okay. I think it was right when the park opened. Okay. Yeah, that's one of those things. I love just finding random stuff like that. Like, not necessarily graffiti, just things laying around. You're like, that is so bizarre. Yep. What's the best thing you found? <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Ever. What's the best thing you've ever the found? The best thing I found, we found some packets of, like, white substance that is debatably Coke. We found that at MLK one time back in the day. There was, like, by, by the one hip that everyone usually congregates at, there was, like, these yellow poles. And for whatever reason, my buddy, like, lifted one up, and there was, like, a sack of something under there. We're all just kind of, like, put it back down and darted away. And, like, yeah, I don't need to be here. Uh, <laughs> I, I hope no one saw that I saw that. <laughs> Thinks I'm trying to steal their Whoa. stash. Uh, man, it's, like, I'm sure there's some other good ones, but I can't think of anything offhand. Yeah. Uh, that... Back to the welcome jam. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. What I do like to make about every time that we do welcome jam. Like it is like a, it is like a collaboration of friends. Like we're even talking right now to help promote it. Like uh, my friend Evan Voss at the Flyer, and it looks freaking awesome this year. Like our buddies at Ink Division, who we've been friends with for endless years, like always give us good deals on shirts. Our friends play the music, like Bobby and Jolie and Wirt, like uh, Mike Cottle works at that brewery. He's the brewer, and we're friends with them. And like literally, like. It is, like, such a network of friends that come together to, like, make this happen, which is, like, awesome. And that's what, like, I mean, that's the core of it. It's, like, about hanging out with your friends riding. But, like, so many people, like, put in a little here and a little here and a little here. And it's, like, really cool that, you know, we can count on everyone and everyone wants to do it. And everyone's excited about this, like, central fun thing we're going to do. I think people might miss the fact that. They don't necessarily have to be like a high-end paying sponsor to be involved and help out yeah. either. Yeah, just help. Come do anything, you know, like anything's cool. I mean, and I, I think like this is a debate for later, but maybe we'll have a whole podcast about it, but expectations from sponsors, like 
I feel like you should be stoked that someone's doing something in a community and like having fun bike riding and everyone's having fun. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like we work with like a lot of people that we like now, you know, because of course they're way easier to work with. But like other people, they would give us something that nobody wanted and they'd be like, oh, we need this on the flyer. You got to post this stuff. You got to do this. And we're like, like I said, you gave us a pair of purple forks, man. Like, I don't even want them. More than anything, you want involvement. Like, yeah. you want people that are actually going to come and mm-hmm. help you run it and judge it and be a part of it. You like, you want to like, like you, you help hope if a company sponsors it, maybe they send a rider and the kids are stoked. Like, like profile sending up Mark Mulville and you know Shadow Sprosser send up Trey Jones mm-hmm. and like they're, 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 the bike shops. I think there's like, your crew coming driving out from Chicago to be a part of it. And, Rhode Island, but like the people that are like are sponsoring are involved, not just. They're not like everyone in it. Of course, they want to be promoted, but they're in it because they want it to happen. Like everyone that's like the sponsors now, and that's what's awesome about it. Like they're not in it for promotion only. They're like, Mm -hmm. no, we want something like this to happen. Yeah, they want to be involved, which is awesome. Like they're like, okay, like there's you know how many jams now? If there's a jam, like we want to be like helping out somehow. Yeah, and you. I think a lot of people miss the boat on this, and I've noticed it just in what I've done. But if you're not on the flyer from the get-go, even after you get put on, you're not on anyone's repost of the yeah. flyer. Everyone snapped that first one. Yep. And just keeps reposting essentially the wrong flyer now. Yeah. 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 But that's what I tell like, people. Rectifying just... that's tough. Yeah, I tell people that all the time. Yeah, because you never want, I mean, yeah, when people do help out, you don't want them to be, like, disappointed or something. Like, you don't want them to be like, well, why wasn't I on this? Like, oh, uh, well, yeah, well, like, that was, you, that was put up before. You were. I posted yeah. this, and you were on there. Yeah. But, yeah, these 25 people shared the wrong flyer. That's not really my fault that you well, didn't answer me for three weeks. Yeah. That's why this year Mike actually just put up, a, like, a first post that was just, like, just the date. Mm-hmm. And then kind of put like a flyer together later to try to help from that happening like to not disappoint anyone like put out the dates so everyone can plan yeah plan to come and then put out more details later has so, that worked has that helped you think yeah i mean you want to get the date out there of course like i don't want one of my friends not coming because i didn't tell them the date and then you know they're like oh shoot i have this shift i have to do like so I tried to put the date out there as soon as possible because I just want all my friends to actually be able to make it. So I was just like, I'm going to get this out. As soon as I knew the date, I made a save the date because, like, all my friends are coming, right? Like, it's a bummer sometimes when, you know, like, there's a whole crew of dudes and like, oh, we got to do this thing. Well, like, shoot. And also to, like, coordinate with other parks and other jams. Like, usually I always talk to Ray's and be like, hey, what, like, what events are you having on what weekends? Let's not... Yeah. have our BMX event on the same weekend. Like one year, I think we were the same date as the Old Fool's Jam. Yeah. Like a lot of buddies that would have came to We had the kink one. Like, so we like, we talked, we talked to, like before I do the, anything for the wheel mill, we, we do, we speak with Ray's, kink, and I talked to Trey, because like if something's too close to Swamp Fest, like, People are like, oh yeah, like like if they're from wherever, if they're from Rochester or you they, know anywhere. They just drove to Florida. Yeah, they're just like, oh, I can't come down. It's next week. Jam two weeks. You know? Yeah. So we like try to make sure we're all spaced out like two weeks from each other, which yeah. works. It's it's awesome that we all like chat and you know, because I actually like half this stuff I want to go to. Like I want to go to Swamp Fest. I want to go to yeah. Old Fools. Like I've actually not been to an Old Fools at Rays in like years because it's always been like the week before the jam or like. 
or around the gym, like something where I'm just like, I got to do stuff. And like this year, I'm actually going to be able to go. So that's cool. cool. Yeah. And that, so that's why your date's always kind of different then, right? Because it seems like your winter welcome floats between like uh, anywhere from mid-January out to late February, right? It's usually always January. There was one year there was a conflict with another event. We had to kick it into February. And that that's the one that paired with uh, the GT or the Uncovered. The Uncovered. Yeah. Maybe that was Maybe why. Maybe that, that was it. Maybe that's why that one was late. I can't even remember, but I think yeah, it was two years ago and it was late. But we try to do January because his his work schedule. Yeah, I'm just usually really busy with work, like the end of January to April. So like, if it's in January, I can. Kind and of actually, we spend the whole week like working on it. And we snuck it up because we we did some scheduling different at the wheel mill this year, which we usually had something. We usually had uh, the ride like a girl weekend at the wheel mill the second weekend in January, and then. The Winter Welcome Jam the fourth weekend in January, but Mark's work starts like the Monday after that. So he's like, but then we we moved the Ride Like a Girl weekend to uh, more towards spring. So like that concept was like, oh, if you actually learn something right before spring, maybe you actually go do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Instead of like learning it in the middle of winter, not ride like say yeah, having three months more before you actually can implement. Yeah, so we moved it that, and then that opened up January. So for Mark's benefit, we moved it up one weekend, so like he can have a whole week off before he actually like goes and is he he works a ton for like three months straight. So yeah, yeah, because you're in accounting. Yeah, like, yeah. So I kind of disappear from the end of tax January season. To April tax season, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so as soon as we do the welcome jam, then I kind of get holed up in my office for like three months. Wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you got to do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of the... It comes with the job. It gives me a lot of free time in the summer to be riding jumps, so... It's worth it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know too much about what that entails, so... I know that everyone that's in accounting is really busy February through April. You just work like a maniac for like three months, usually seven days a week. It's around the clock. Uh, anything else you guys want to talk about about Welcome Jam? Details? Uh, I mean, we pretty much covered all the bases. Detail. I mean, there's. We could talk about stories for hours, but. How about people just come and we talk about stories over beers, you know? Yeah, I think yeah. that's fair. Come hang out. We also need to go make some dinner. <laughs> I've been at the park since 9 a.m. It's 8 p.m. So, or 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. So we're going to go make some dinner. What the hell did you just say? <laughs> oh, I'm just, I think I said, I, oh, I've just been here all day. I've almost been here for 12 you're hours at the wheel mill. You're delirious. That's, that's it. I am delirious. Well, and it, that sounds good, because yeah. I'm going to wrap and hopefully catch a quick session. Sick. Sick. Just had mine, so. Uh, you guys were riding before. I'm, like, getting here at 620 or something. I'm like, do I really want to warm up and then stop? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You just want to get it all, all in in one go? Yeah. Or I could just, like, not and end up going home and being like, I went to the wheel mill and didn't ride my bike again. Can't do that. Yeah, people I'm, can do that if they want to come hang out, whatever. I, but they want to come make a podcast here, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm really just following in the footsteps of Joe. Joe. 
Shout out to the BMX in our blood podcast. I text him. I think he's coming to the gym. I hope he's coming to the gym. Yeah, I hope he brings that booth. He had he had a little at a couple of the summer events. He had like almost like a little like that. phone booth. It's cool set up. He had a, like cool. TRA and a couple other things. Like, and he just pulled people in. Joe, if you're <laughs> listening, I'll build you one. Just let me know you're coming. I was giving him shit as a look like kissing booth. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I saw a handful of people say something about that. Yeah. Uh, in that proximity, it may as well be. Might yeah, yeah. As well. Sweet. Well, yeah. What January eighteenth? Yeah, get out here. All the day. wheel mill, dude. Yeah, do it. Riding or not riding, come on out. Uh, thanks for listening. I guess. Uh, shout out to the wheel mill. You did not. Uh, you kind of ran through the sponsors. Yeah. Of, like, the specific events? Do you want to just run them again? Just hit your shout-outs quick? Sure, totally. Uh, so this year, our sponsors are Deluxe BMX, Jaunt, Ink Division, Sabrosa Brand, The Shadow Conspiracy, Kink BMX, Odyssey, Profile Racing, G-Form, Let's Roast Bike Shop in Chicago, uh, Circuit BMX up in Rhode Island, Grindworks, of course, GT Bikes, uh, Colt, and Powers BMX Shop. All right. And uh, that will do it. That's a wrap. Thanks, guys. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Grindworks BMX podcast. Uh, I have nothing lined up at the moment for you, but hopefully uh, around the jam and everything, I I can lock a few extras down. Um, Otherwise... Follow uh, the wheel mill at at the wheel mill. Follow the welcome jam at at welcome jam. Uh, and then I believe you can follow Mark and Mike. I think Mike's is at Michael Potosny and Mark is at Mark Potosny. And I could be wrong on that and uh, probably am. I'll fix it in the in the uh, description of the video and the podcast audio file so anyway um also follow our stuff it's at grindworks underscore bmx on instagram twitter and snapchat and at grindworks bmx without the underscore on facebook mixer youtube tiktok uh that's a mistake don't follow it on there that whole thing is just not for me anyway um i will catch you guys next time really hope you're appreciating these and happy new year